Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to the church service of the Spiritual Path Ghosts Church. We are so happy that you have come to join us for our service this morning, and we hope we find it enjoyable and relaxing. Now, I would like to turn the service over to Reverend Marilyn Fair. Thank you. We're going to begin our service with a healing prayer. Divine Spirit. We send the light protection to all that need healing here and around the world. We ask that you stay near to us, keeping us safe. We ask that your light shine down upon us, giving us the strength and faith to overcome the obstacles that were placed on our path. Divine Spirit, we ask that you send healing to those who are in need of help today. We ask that your healing light surrounds us and makes us whole again. Let your light, love, and power restore us to perfect health. Amen. Now I want you to think of a loved one, a friend, a relative, or even a pet that may need healing today. You may also send him the world. At this time, you may send healing to the doctors, nurses, and everyone risking their own lives to save others. You may need help today for a healing, and that is okay too. As you are sent healing, as you are sending healing, or asking for healing for yourself, then that you are feeling for remember. Know that you may. You may now think of them and yourself as safe, protected, and healed. Know that the universe, the divine, surrounds them, protects them, and keeps them safe as well as yourself. Know that you are loved. Know that your loved ones, your friends, your relatives, pets, and the world are surrounded by God's love. Now I am going to talk a little bit about William Henry Miller. He worked as a healer in the UK, Holland, and later South Africa. He was an amazing healer that dedicated his life to spiritual healing. He was born in 1914, began his healing ministry at the age of 15. He was born into a spiritualist family and owes much of his early training to his mother. His mother was a practicing medium and also a healer. At 15, he became a transmedium. He perfected 
erroneous diagnosis through psychometry. Lily worked in a factory by day, but at night he did healing, and he never asked for any payment from anyone. He asked those who came to him to help others, less fortunate than themselves, to express their appreciation for his treatment. He was not in the public eye until a spiritualist newspaper put him into headlines in May 1938. After that, requests for healings came pouring in. William Lilly eventually was able to quit that factory job and build his first healing sanctuary. He made sure all of his patients knew that his healing involved direct assistance from the spiritual world. His healings were accompanied by an increased spiritual awareness for his patients. As he became more widely known, he turned down an offer to work at a London hospital at more than 10 times the basic salary that he was making. He opened a second healing sanctuary before the outbreak of World War II. His second sanctuary was destroyed in an air raid but was rebuilt in a week. More publicity came from the psychic news, brought in more patients, both in person and by mail. You could request a healing by just writing to him. In 1949, Lily left the United Kingdom for South Africa. While in South Africa, Charges were brought against him for practicing medicine unlawfully. He won his case against the state. This became a precedent for professional homeopaths to practice their profession in South Africa. William Henry, William Henry Lilly's life and legacy continued to educate and inspire countless spiritual healers around the world. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. Now, I would like to turn the service over to Reverend Pam Lemon. She will now conduct the homework. Thank you, Reverend Karen. Good morning, everyone. This morning, I would like to talk about our fourth principle of spiritualism. As we've said before, Our religion is based on principles given to us very positively from those who have received messages from the spirit world. And it begins by saying that spiritualism affirms the belief of the continued existence of the human soul. It's our belief that the life you have continues beyond physical existence and it begins with a foundation of a belief in a divine life force that created mankind and all life forces. Not only did that life force divine creator create mankind but It maintains all life forces as well. 
We believe that this divine life force has always been in existence and will always be in existence. It is continuous. Although many religions and beliefs teach that man's soul continues on after death, spiritualists believe that the human soul can make progress. Over time, our religion has gathered both scientific and empirical evidence that supports this belief. If God is continuous and mankind is an integral part of God, we believe that human life is continuous as well. And as I said, spiritualists have worked diligently over the years to give proof of that belief through the evidence of mediums and those working with spirit to gain physical evidence. This took years of patient research and careful scrutiny by those dedicated to obtain answers about the afterlife. The evidence they provided confirmed that the soul retains its consciousness, intellect, character, and personality after the life of the physical body ends. Confirmation comes from those receiving spirit communications and those who knew the person and their situations well. Those receiving the messages have verified personal attributes and distinguishing characteristics so they can authenticate the identities of the spirit communicating with them through the medium. As you know, our church practices evidential mediumship, which means we give evidence before that we are talking to the correct person before we give the message. Our consciousness makes each of us individuals and includes memories, emotions, ambitions, hopes, loves, fears, and all we feel and experience. This is what makes us all individuals and remains internal to our in- to our spiritual being. Scientific evidence has proven and documented that when a person dies, there is a very slight loss of body weight, even though all life functions have ceased. Later on, scientists could measure the weight of thoughts and concluded that thoughts which give us consciousness, are composed of molecules that have physical weight. If that is the case, we can affirm that our consciousness, which is made up of all these thoughts and memories, feelings and emotions, is continuous and therefore cannot be destroyed because matter cannot be destroyed. I am retired now. But in my early working years, I served as a registered nurse in an intensive care unit. Although most of our patients were eventually transferred to step-down units and recovered, there were a number 
who passed away despite the best efforts of care. They were admitted to our unit with various conditions that were very serious, and many of these patients were older than our usual patients, which were a lot of accident cases and head injuries and those kinds of things. But in each and every case, when I experienced the passing of a human being, I valued that it was a sacred time to be in the room tending to them during their passing. And as a young nurse experiencing death for the very first time, I could sense and feel a change in that room that I couldn't quite explain. But when I think back on those memories, I believe now that some sort of spiritual being was there to help the patient cross over to a different form of existence, the continuation of the human spirit. At that time, I was not yet a spiritualist, but a Christian, so I did believe in life after death and heaven and hell. So there was some comfort to picture the patient going to heaven, although the part about hell just never did ring true to me personally. As spiritualists, we do not believe that hell exists. We believe that the life you live now shapes how your consciousness will continue in the afterlife. Although many religions believe in the soul continuing after death, the key to the spiritualist belief is that an individual can continue to make progress in the afterlife. And spiritualists do not believe in hell. That is one of the reasons, too. The law of attraction, which we've talked about many times before, explains that what you think is what you are and what you will become. Most of us have heard about the benefits of positive thinking. And many of us use that to help ourselves in daily life. Although we may all progress after passing to different levels of energy, you will always be surrounded by loving guidance and support should you choose to make progress in your spiritual journey. As a vibrational energy, gratitude is one of the highest vibrations. Strive to begin and end your day with a prayer of gratitude. And what is that? I think of it as prayer, just talking to God and listing those things you are grateful for. Even if you don't have a lot, you can still think of what you are grateful for. And when I do that, personally, I know that it always makes me feel better and not worry about what I don't have, but what I do have. We each prepare here on earth for what we will experience in the place we find ourselves after passing. It can be a place of light and continued progression 
or it can be a dark place, similar to what a person may have left in this lifetime. However, it doesn't matter how dark the place may be that the person experienced in their lifetime, because that soul is always surrounded by love and has the opportunity to move to a place of light with the help of beings of light and love, whose purpose is to help every person move forward to a better and happier place. Remember, no one ever cut off from the all-embracing love of the God force. As I said before, many spiritualists and scientists over the years have worked to give proof via communications from those who have passed. Mediums give messages validating the per- validated by the person receiving the communications from their loved ones. This is a mainstream thought about how spiritualists prove the continuation of life after death. But it's also important to explore other means of spirit communication and proof of the continuation of life through the rich history of spiritualism and its many fascinating stories. One of the early stories in the history of the United States was recently presented by Reverend Karen Heasley on the church's website blog earlier this year. Andrew Jackson Davis received messages from the great American inventor and statesman, Benjamin Franklin, who told Davis he had invented the celestial telegraph so that the departed could communicate with the living through a series of raps. Or I like to think of it as like somebody knocking on the wall. (laughs) On March 31st, 1848, Andrew Jackson Davis heard Franklin's voice say, Brother, the good work has begun. Behold, a living demonstration is born. At that very time, in that moment of time, Davis did not know that 300 miles away in New York, the first wrappings began in the Fox House with the the Fox Sisters which started the modern spiritualist movement. And that is how the communication with spirit had begun. Just remember, each person has the opportunity to influence the quality of the life they will progress to after death. All religious philosophies instruct us to live a life with respect for ourselves and all others and to achieve the best for ourselves while helping others achieve what is best for them. A summary of the golden rule, we can say. We only have control 
over one life, our own. But we can influence others by example, good or bad, and either by service or disservice to others and communities on the whole. Therefore, our fourth principle, continuation of the human spirit, offers both an opportunity and a challenge for the future, but I believe it's so important right now in our present time. How we live our lives will prepare us for the life we live and either enjoy or endure in our continued existence. The continued existence of the human soul is the fulfillment of God's implied promise in his creation of human life. We should welcome it, embrace it, and enjoy it. The message here is to live life to the fullest. God bless you all. Thank you, Reverend Heasley. Thank you, Reverend Pam. And now, uh, Reverend Ashley Ash is going to do a prayer. Dear God of infinite wisdom, our hearts are filled with gratitude as we come together as one. We thank you, Spirit, for all the evidence that has been provided to the world over time that our souls continue to grow after death. We truly are blessed so many individuals have given us physical evidence here on this earth plane from the wondrous summer land. We thank you, O Infinite Spirit, for all the knowledge and wisdom that you have allowed through like-minded individuals such as the Fox Sisters, Emma Harding Britton, Minnie Harrison, Harry Edwards and Gordon Higginson, we are so ever thankful for documented facts that have been provided through scientific research and continues this day. We thank you for allowing the school experiment to give scientific evidence of life after death. We pray, Infinite Spirit, that our minds are open to our inner voices and our intuitive thoughts may become oneness with each other, and with you, O oh God. We pray that our eyes are open to the limitless possibilities, that your powerful creative force is revealed. We trust that the highest good for humankind is always revealed to us in all events in our lives. Please allow us to put our own intentions aside and lean on the mystery of your light and love. We delight in all the beauty that our souls retain, our consciousness, our personality, our every thought, and our intellect when we cross over into the heavens, the future spheres of a life. O oh God, as we grow on this earth plane, please allow us to maintain an open mind and a loving heart. We understand that everyone has the spark of divinity within, the all-embracing love of the God force. We thank the celestial hosts, the ministers of light, and you, God, in your wisdom, 
for granting us free will in all aspects of our life. Allow us to continue to lean and learn from those in the spirit realms to develop all the highest and noblest attributes of mind and soul, to grow with love as we accept personal responsibility for our actions as we walk the earthly pathway of life. Let us keep in mind the law of cause and effect through divine law. We pray that our intellect continues to awaken to higher and greater achievements. We pray our minds and bodies become harmony with love, to be loved and respected. We know the philosophy of Christ offers proof of an afterlife. We know he made the journey, leaving this earth plane, returning three days later, manifesting his spirit to the ones he loved. Infinite Spirit, we believe the change called death is a natural manifestation into a second birth and one that we will all experience as we pass into a new life. O Heavenly Spirit, we are grateful that the veil is an unbroken circle of ever-present eternity. As we grow in higher knowledge and wisdom, May we live our lives to advance our souls. God of guidance and love, please allow each of us to develop with a pure heart and apply the knowledge, philosophy, and science we acquire through spirit appropriately. We pray this with an open mind as we seek our higher selves. Thank you, infinite spirit. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Ash. Well, that concludes our service for today, and we hope that that this service has given you some type of upliftment in this time of uncertainty. I also would like to dedicate this service to all the spiritualists who forged their way on this path and gave up much for what they believed in to help humanity. So as I always say before I sign off, you are never alone. And as you come upon your week, why don't you try and touch somebody in some little way to show them that they are also loved and never alone. God bless you all.